You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 248. In this episode, I'm talking to Jada Selner about how her 30-day challenge attracted 1 million email subscribers and what has happened as a result of that success. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, uplevel your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Jada Selner is the host of the Lead with Love podcast, TEDx speaker and best-selling author and co-founder of Simple Green Smoothies. As a serial entrepreneur, online community growth strategist and business mentor, Jada consults companies and personal brands on how to build communities with love, service and impact. In this episode, we talk about how Simple Green Smoothies started and the road to where Jada is today. Go to sigrun.com forward slash 248 where you will find links to Jada and the show notes of this episode. I am so excited to be here with Jada Selner to talk about challenges, big missions, and transformations in business. Thank you for coming on the show, Jada. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to connect with you and share with your community. So the first time I noticed you, and I guess that's when many people discovered your business or found out that you exist was through the 30 day smoothie challenge. And as I just shared with you before I started to record, I'll share this again. I shared it on my business page. Uh, this is probably in my first year of business. So I was trying to grow my organic reach and get followers. And then I share what I do personally from time to time. And I shared, I was participating in this 30 day smoothie challenge. And it got so many likes and comments that I was a little bit <laughs> peeved that my business post didn't uh, have the same traction. But I guess this is one of the reasons it took off. Is this just resonated so much? Yeah. You know, I think also just a key point around that for you as well as you're, you were also sharing something personal, like your personal journey and behind the scenes, which I think is a big thing of why Simple Green Smoothies did so well as we incorporated personal connection, that human validation, acknowledging people, making them feel like they belong and there's a sense of connection. Um, so I think there was also that parallel for you as well as people like to see something that's different than what they've been seeing in their newsfeed. There's always that like spark of red or bright pink or something that you're like, ooh, and it just catches our attention. But definitely with Simple Green Smoothies, when it comes to health, people really like habits and they like challenges and they like to know that there's a start date and an end date, which I think we can also pull into business strategy as well because it's great marketing. So it really allows people to participate in something where they're engaging at the same time instead of it being automated and out 
outsource. And I always say you can't outsource connection or automate authenticity. And so really that was where we were able to stand out in the marketplace was not about the automated evergreen funnel, but actually creating an experience live and in real time that many people were doing together at the same time. Yeah. I remember you sharing also one of the reasons why it became so popular is that make your freebie better than somebody else's paid product? Yes, I say make your free opt-in offer better than someone's paid product. And that's really, you know, one of the things that I think about, you know, we have the, the free PDF downloads and we did the same thing with Simple Green Smoothies. We had an 11-page PDF and we grew our email list to 2,000 email subscribers. And then we do a free 30-day green smoothie challenge and we grew our email list from 2,000 to 30,000 email subscribers. And this is without any paid advertising, any affiliate partners. We weren't guest posting anywhere. We were barely posting blog posts on our own website. So it was really about building an authentic community and courting your community instead of creating this one night stand like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of freebie, which is great. But how many PDF downloads do we just have saved in our hard drive or they're just like living in the email inbox? It actually doesn't get people to take action. You know, that has to be a very self-motivated self-starter to go through a PDF on their own. And it's why, you know, you think about school or universities, why those work so well for certain type of learners, because they like to be in community with other humans around them. They want to be able to interact with the professor, the teacher, to ask questions in real time, because we get stuck, especially when it's something new that we're learning. So if we can apply that into how we attract our community and our tribe, then we're able to court our community and build and nurture a relationship over a longer period of time instead of just that free PDF. I hope you, you know, consume it in an hour and then buy my product tomorrow. And so I think that the challenge really allowed us to nurture a relationship with our community that then they were more primed and ready to buy when we put an offer in front of them. Yeah. I must say this was probably one of the first challenges I noticed online. Now challenges are all over the place and everybody's doing them. And now there's this concept of the five-day challenge. How did you get the idea in the first place to do a 30-day smoothie challenge? Yeah, it's such a great question. I feel like I might have in the health and wellness space, I was seeing people do like push-up challenges, ab challenges, like different things. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And also how to recreate what I did. So I started drinking one grain smoothie a day and it was basically a domino effect of other healthy choices that ultimately, ultimately led to me losing 27 pounds in three months. And the green smoothies were the catalyst, but it was just I just started drinking one green smoothie every day. So really it was just a like, okay, 21 days to get a habit. Let's just do a 30 day green smoothie challenge. Like it was just that of like the inspiration, seeing what other health and wellness people were doing out there. One thing that was different about us, and I think for anyone that's listening or considering creating their own challenge is to stick with one signature challenge. So it's something that I would see in the health and wellness space or even in the business space. People are always like, okay, 
it's an ab challenge this month. And then, you know, in two months from now, it's going to be the push up challenge or, you know, business things. And you don't get to become known for one thing and getting amazing testimonials and results. So I think that piece is really important is we actually repeated the same 30 day green smoothie challenge every quarter. So four times a year to really become known of like, oh, if you want to do a green smoothie challenge, you go to simple green smoothies. And so it's that consistency that I think a lot of entrepreneurs can lack. You know, they're like, oh, it fell flat. Like it didn't, you know, but then you're constantly trying to become someone like no one knows what, how to, to talk about you, how to tell the story of your business and your brand, because you're constantly changing. You're constantly putting out different product offers. And so you can't become known for that one thing. And that's where ideas spread is when people can latch on and really get what it is that you do and, and how you create solutions for people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And your smoothie challenge took off not just to 30,000, but you grew your email list. How fast? Yeah. So it started doubling every challenge that we did. So every three months and by the end of the first year, we had 200,000 email subscribers. And by the time that I exited the company, we had built the email list up to 355,000 email subscribers. And that was with cleaning our list, like scrubbing it too, you know, like we were removing anyone who wasn't active or engaged or not opening newsletters. So we really grew it from zero, I would say from 2000, from the free ebook to 300. 55,000 email subscribers. Wow, that's amazing. It's unbelievable. But I guess we, we talked about it before, this personal connection behind the scenes. And yeah, it doesn't feel like you're selling anything also <laughs> because you just gave it away and it was a massive value. You got recipes and everything. So people start talking about it because it's so good. Absolutely. And that was something I remember we did our first challenge in January of 2013 and people were getting amazing results. They were losing weight and they were getting their husbands and their kids to drink spinach and kale. And we were like, we're getting really good results for people. We should charge for this. Like we literally thought for the April challenge that we would charge for it. And then we're like, wait, hold on. I think the reason why this is spreading so fast is because it works. People are getting results. They're getting transformation. They're getting a small, easy win and it's for free. So there's a low barrier of entry for people to experience the type of transformation that you can create for them. So then they're like, what else? Like if this was, you know, created so much transformation in my life, you know, the next thing that we offer for them to go a step deeper into their transformation, they're going to be ready to do that because not only have we built trust with them, but they've also built trust with themselves that they have the confidence that they can take action on something they're saying like, yes, I want these results. And they've gotten that small, easy win. So now they believe in themselves that they can actually show up and do the work. Yeah. And you did do something to actually sell something. You know, you cannot just, that's not a business if you just did the free challenge all the time. There was, uh, you know, some upsell at the end, right? Yes, absolutely. We were very intentional with that. You know, my business partner and friend, Jen Hansard and I, we were two moms that met in a mom's group, but we, as we started a parenting blog and then Simple Green Smoothies, it was always for the intention of, we're not trying to create a hobby blog. Like we truly want to make a living and make a difference in people's lives. So the intention was always to monetize what we were putting out there, but we knew we wanted to do it in a way that felt an in integrity with our values, that was so 
serving people. Yes, it was definitely an intentional strategic business plan. And we did sell, you know, our first challenge. We just repackaged this challenge and sold that for $5. And I think we did like $8,000 in seven days. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're so excited. And then over the next, it was the third challenge where we actually created a product based on survey results from our community. And that was the 21 day cleanse where we did $86,000 in 10 days. And we're like, Oh my goodness. Like, and then what we really did is we just rinse and repeated that over the next two years. Again, I think the quickest path to your first six figures or your first seven figures is to have one core audience that you're serving show up on one core platform. Our core audience were moms, just like us, our core platform platform was Instagram. So we focused all of our energy on that platform. And then we had Facebook as our secondary. And then one core problem that you're solving, one core promise and having also that product. So we sold the Fresh Start 21 cleanse for two years before we introduced any other new product. And that first two years, it did seven figures in sales. And it's because we were able to refine the marketing. We were able to get more testimonials and results for people. And we were able to build a team that could sustain that and then create systems. So then it becomes repeatable. And then we can step out and be the visionaries in the business to like, okay, what can we create next to have those cross sales, upsells, downsells? Brilliant. I love that you're sharing this because I know there are people listening that are constantly creating new products and new challenges and they wonder why they're not moving forward. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. (laughs) So you did at some point, like I remember also looking at your website back then and you had, for instance, the blenders because people realized they don't have the right tools in the kitchen. So you started to do some affiliate marketing for that. Yeah. It wasn't a primary focus of revenue for us. You know, we did make some affiliate income from that, but it was, I always like to focus on like core projects per quarter. And so it was just kind of like, okay, we'll link it in there. We'll do giveaways because we know that our people need it. It definitely generated some revenue, but it wasn't like a lead generating resource for us for sure. Yeah. And your key product was not high priced. No. So it was under $99. And we first launched it was $47. We tested it at $99. And then we kind of fell in a place between like $59, $75. And again, I think it's important for people to hear that we played with prices and we gave ourselves permission to test and see what the marketplace resonated with, what was the easiest based on us and our marketing. And yeah, this was a product that was under $99. Now we poured a lot of time and energy to building a community. And what I want people to know is you don't have to build a community as big as we did with Simple Green Smoothies to create create a living, you know, to create a profitable, sustainable business. I've actually flipped that in my own personal brand business model. And I'm really committed to helping a thousand women reach a thousand true fans to create that million person impact. And I can definitely create my next seven figure business from just being able to find those a thousand people to serve. So you don't have to serve tens of thousands of people to make a million dollars. Like there's many ways to do that. And and it's playing with price points and also just the business model that is most aligned with who you are and how you want to show up and serve. Mm. 
I'm glad you say the thousand because I was just uh, at my live event last weekend as we're recording this episode. I was wearing uh, sneakers from Gary Vee and I say I'm a super fan. I'll buy anything from him. And yeah, you just need a thousand super fans and you have a very solid business. Yes, it's so true. And there, I think, is it Kevin Kelly was, um, he wrote an article. It's pretty old now, but it's called A Thousand True Fans. And I think it's a really good resource to connect and read. Like we don't need hundreds of thousands. I just think we never had the intention of growing our community to over a million followers across platforms and email lists. Like it was truly like, we want to help people and we want to make enough money so that could take care of our family. So I think really getting clear on what your money needs are. And I say family because I'm a wife and (laughs) a mother. um, So I'm always thinking from that perspective, but really thinking about, you know, what's enough for you because as people are sharing their email list numbers, their social media followings, their revenue, not necessarily their profit margin, you know, all of those things, those things actually don't matter as much as like, are you taking enough money to take care of your family? And so we don't have to build these big, crazy, scalable businesses. Some people have it in them that it's just like, I'm designed for impact at scale, but truly just really connecting to what's most aligned with your values and what matters to you the most. And I've always built businesses that have repeatable systems in them, like Simple Green Smoothies, because my most important asset is time. And I, you know, my love language is quality time. So I actually want to be spending time dancing at a dance class with my friends. And I want to be going on vacations with my family and really being able to take care of myself and my family is the most important number or metric to me than anything else. And so I think we get a little skewed in the business space, especially in online marketing where people are, you know, bragging about the numbers and like, you know, and I just always like to bring it back down of like, we all start at zero and getting really clear on what's enough for you. That's kind of the finish line you want to create for yourself versus everything that you're trying to compare yourself to. That's not true success. It's actually what is your finish line and then get to that place. Mm -hmm. I love that you're saying that. Yeah. I crossed the seven figure mark last year and I don't have many followers online. I have like, what, 12,000 likes on my Facebook page. Like if you would just look at my social media following, people would not guess the revenue number. So it's all, uh, you know, relative and people would be careful about watching those likes and followers and chasing those numbers. Yes. So you exited Simple Green Smoothie. You just mentioned that briefly before. What led you to exiting the company? It was huge success. And then what? (laughs) Yeah. So I, you know, even before Simple Green Smoothies was built, I knew that I wanted to help people who had big ideas and big dreams because I am the same person. Like I'm a dreamer, you know, my head is in the clouds. I have lots of big ideas. And I really, once I experienced that feeling of having an idea and bringing it from concept to completion, just how much 
confidence that built in me being identified as a dreamer of like, oh, you're always dreaming, not doing or not completing things or not executing. or And so I have always wanted to really support people who show up as a creative in the world in that way. And so, you know, originally I thought it would be like, moms, I'm going to help moms with their relationships and with money and all of these things. And I was just looking to really build a business that could give me proof of concept of what is possible. And for me, you know, I'm a woman of color. I have no college degree. I started my entrepreneurship journey when my daughter was 18 months old. My husband was working a job, you know, he'd been working full time for 13 years that he was able to leave once my business took off. And so I just really wanted to build that proof of possibility so that I can share that with more people. And so when Simple Green Smoothies, that 2013, I had already written my three-year vision of what my life and my business would look like three years from 2013. And it wasn't about Simple Green Smoothies. It was about helping. I was like, I want to help moms and world-changing entrepreneurs. I'll be leading retreats all over the world and inspiring locations. And, and then Simple Green Smoothies was just this aftermath of like, and there's this team that will be running, you know, without me. And so that was always the vision, even in the beginning as our business was taking off. And I always say, it's not that I was passionate about green smoothies. I'm just passionate about helping people. And I use my businesses as a vehicle to express that need and contribution for myself of how can I help as many people as possible using my gifts, my expertise, and my wisdom. And so so Simple Green Smoothies, as I built the business and having a co-founder, you know, our vision started to change because I wanted to speak on more stages. I wanted to speak on more podcasts about sharing behind the scenes of business, which has nothing to do with people buying green smoothie products. And I really, really knew, you know, once I did a keynote at World Domination Summit, Chris Gilbo's event in front of 3,000 people sharing my story, not just like how Simple Green Smoothies work, but how I arrived to that place, I knew that that was the direction that my heart was pulling me in. And I launched my personal brand that same year in 2014. And it was, it was just a matter of time of when I could actually extricate myself from the business, when I had enough confidence and enough bravery to leap into the unknown, because it was a very, very scary decision when you build something up. And I never had like golden handcuffs before. Um, so this was kind of that because there was so much we got so many accolades and, and so much validation from the business and so many people wanted me because of wealth in the company. And I feared that no one would want me to speak on their podcast. Nobody would want me to speak on their stages once I was no longer in the company. Now, almost two years after my exit, I know that's not true, but those were true fears of mine. And even, you know, we have a traditionally published book that Jen and I wrote together. And then there was a second book deal on the table when I was already ready to exit the company. And I was just like, oh my gosh, another carrot dangling. And, you know, I, I helped write the book proposal for that. And I knew that I wasn't going to stay in the company. Like I had a really great circle of friends who were like, you can't write another book about the thing that you don't want to be known for anymore. And so you can't go against like what your soul wants. And so I exited the company knowing that we had a very good book deal on the table. And, and I'm so thankful, so happy that Jen wanted to continue on with the company. Like it is 
her true expression in the world, which she's super passionate about. And she's been able to build and create so many things. Once we exited and parted ways, it's almost like we both just like stepped into our superpowers and we actually gained these extra powers being in partnership together. Like I pulled some of her strengths that now are part of my toolbox and vice versa. And so, you know, it wasn't easy making that exit at all for either of us. It's very emotional to make that big of a change when you're so known and your community knows like the two of you, but it is definitely the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. And you have definitely stepped into your power as a speaker. Somebody was planning an event and asking, where are the female speakers? Where are the female Gary V's on the world? And your name came up. <laughs> That's awesome. How, why do you think that is? What, you know, what is what you spring on the stage that moves people so much? Yeah, you know, I think a big piece is that I can connect to the big picture and the emotions and the heart and the connection, which that's what moves people to take action. But then I'm also very grounded in strategy and being able to give people tangible things that they can implement. So I believe that's where my superpower is. And also using my voice like that is for me, how I can express myself in the world, which is another reason why the Simple Green Smoothies model didn't work as well for me um, because it wasn't using my voice as much. Like it was, you know, Instagram. And it's like, for me, it's like podcast stages and live events is where I can express myself the best and get my passion across as quickly as possible. So I think it's because I'm bridging, you know, the heart and the connection with tangible real world advice and me having also real world experience because you have a lot of people in the business space who haven't actually built their own companies. I've been an entrepreneur for almost 10 years. I've had brick and mortar businesses. I've had failed businesses. I've had successful businesses, you know, so just being able, I bring a rich uh, variety of experience to my own clients because I can really get with them in so many different areas, whether you're an e-commerce business or you're a brick and mortar or your digital online, you know, business or a thought leader and a speaker. Like I have done so much in such a short amount of time that I feel it's, for me, it's part of my contribution to share as much as I can about those experiences with as many people as I can. You also did a TEDx talk. Yes. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes. <laughs> so I did um, a TEDx talk um, the end of 2017 in Santo Domingo, which is the Dominican Republic. It was the most amazing experience. They flew us out. They took care of us. We got to like spend time and vacation with the speakers. But the three months leading up to it were excruciating. Like I had so much fear because it was also, you know, a year after exiting the company. So I had a lot of doubts and fears of like, who am I? What am I taking a stand for now? What is, what does love over metrics mean? What does leading with love mean? And like, is that too woo? Is it too like out there? Like, how do I ground this in something practical that people can really receive? And I worked with Jill Wesley. She was my TEDx coach. She really helped me structure my ideas and thoughts, but it just felt so big. And also I create a lot of pressure for myself when I know it's going to be a video that will be shared. The 
concept is about leading with love and business and life and that we don't keep those pieces separate. But I even tried to manifest like getting sick. That's how nervous I was. I was like, I hope that I get so sick that I can't do the presentation because I felt like I just, I wasn't prepared enough. Like I had just finalized the talk maybe a week before. I just felt like I didn't have enough time to really like sit with it and let it live in my body long enough. And it was so different from the other talks that I had done before. And I did not get sick until like three hours after. I actually got food poisoning. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, it's so crazy. I'm like, the universe is like, you're going to do this talk, but you want to be sick. So we'll make you sick right after. It was just so fascinating how that happened. And I thought I was talking so fast. Like I was like, when I would test rehearse, it would be like 18, 19 minutes and it needs to be 18 minutes or less. I'm like, oh no. And then I do it. And I was like, I think my talk was like 12 minutes. I talked so fast. I forgot so many things. And then I rewatched it. And like, I was speaking so slow. Like it was, it's just fascinating what our experience is inside our bodies of what is happening and then what is true reality on the outside. So I just wanted to share that because I think people might think that like, I'm just this professional speaker and it comes so easy to me, but I was struggling. I was crying, just trying to get the message and the idea right. And definitely my perfectionism popped up in that experience where I was definitely really hard on myself in that process. Yeah. Yeah, it's truly a wonderful experience. And it's interesting that the upper limit comes, you know, if you, <laughs> that you get sick exactly when it's done or exactly when it's about to happen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fascinating. So, oh, it's been wonderful to talk to you. I hope we meet one day. You were in Iceland and I wasn't there, or actually I was there, but you had just left. We could have yeah. met for a coffee, but I didn't know it because you posted the picture just when you were about to leave the country. But anyway, we'll make sure it happens one day that we'll meet yeah. up. I think actually, Youpreneur Summit, you're speaking there. Yeah. Will you be there? Yes. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so advertisement for anyone who's hasn't the ticket yet. Actually, I think it's sold out. So it is sold out. There's a wait list. I have, I have a client who's like, can you please get me in? I'm on the wait list. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's when I see you and Team Red will be there. Uh, that's uh, my community. Uh, they all wear red like me. Uh, mm. And uh, we will be at the Youpreneur Summit and we'll see you speak there. We're excited about it. And we'll link to your TEDx talk, link to your, uh, you know, how to build a challenge yes. uh, freebie and to your personal branding website as well. All in the show notes. Jada, it's been a pleasure and best of luck. Thank you so much. Bye. Go to signal.com forward slash 248, where you will find links to Jada and the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Signal Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.